Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what we can learn from Apple and how some of those lessons might apply in the real estate business. Apple is in the product business, but before they can manufacture a product, they need to design it. There was a time when Apple Computer used to rely almost exclusively on components supplied by outside companies to incorporate into their products. The first Mac used a microprocessor from Motorola Corporation, and then later the power architecture developed by both Motorola and IBM. Then in 2005, Apple announced the decision to switch from the power architecture processors to those from Intel Corporation. And shortly after that, in 2006, they made the change. At around the same time, they acquired a company called PA Semi that had a microprocessor development team in Silicon Valley. That team had been working on a low-power consumption microprocessor for the notebook PC market using the older power architecture that Apple had just abandoned. They clearly didn't need the product that PA Semi had been building. They spent $75 million to buy a company with 150 talented engineers who knew how to build low-power chips. Now, in the U.S., it's against the law to buy people. You can only buy a company and hope that enough of the team decide to stay together at the new company. Apple bought the company in order to buy the team. In order to build the next generation of products, they needed a crack microprocessor development team. But for what? Then, two years later, Apple announced the iPhone, a product that would transform the company and propel it from just a desktop and laptop computer company to one that would blur the lines between a phone, a computer, and a camera, forever changing the landscape of mobile computing in the industry. When I was in the microprocessor development business, I had hired a team in Austin, Texas of about 75 people at a small company called Intrinsity. They developed a method for building high-performance, low-power circuits and were among the better processor development teams in the world. I used them to augment my own processor development team that had staff in San Diego, Austin, Silicon Valley, and in France. Then, in 2010, Apple announced they were going to acquire Intrinsity. Today, most of the guys who used to work for me are now at Apple. Their very first project was a power reduction for the graphics subsystem in the iPad. Getting higher performance graphics on the iPad with a 10-hour battery life was one of the goals for the iPad, and this team delivered on that promise. They've gone on to work on other elements of the processor for both the iPhone and the iPad. More recently, it was disclosed that Apple is in discussions with Intel to acquire their mobile handset modem chip business. Intel originally acquired that business from Infineon, which was actually a spin-out of the semiconductor division of Siemens of Germany. Apple had been using some of the Intel chips, but in more recent models of the iPhone, declined to use the Intel products. That left Intel with a huge R&D investment and virtually no path to recoup that investment. The particular chips that Intel's building for mobile devices are used to translate the radio signals from the airwaves into something that a mobile handset can actually use. These chips are also responsible for a very large percentage of the power consumption of the iPhone, and getting a lower power solution extends the battery life. Here too, Apple might be buying a business where they have little interest in the actual products that the company is making. They would be buying the business for the team. The acquisition hasn't been completed yet, and it's probably going to take a few more months to complete. There's a pattern here though. Before Apple can bring a new product to market, they need to have the right people on board. Not just any people, the right people, the best people. They pay them handsomely. They know that when a company is sold, there's a culture shift, that the new bosses means emotional disruption. 
they pay rich retention bonuses for people to stay with the new company because they have no interest in the products of the company that they just bought. They bought the talent. As real estate investors, the people are in fact the only differentiator in our business. The best people don't cost you money. They enable you to do better business, more business, faster than ever before. Hopefully, I've convinced you that Apple has used this one philosophy to propel itself further and faster than its competition and become one of the most valued companies in the world. It's that one realization that changes the game. And if you want to propel your real estate investment business to new heights, ask yourself, who do you need on your team in order to make that happen? So you think about that. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.